Hey guys, it's Lone Wolf here, and you know that feeling when you feel nostalgic and for some reason you can't go to sleep? That's me. That was me last night because, well, as of this recording, which is on Tuesday, July 21st. So, um, I, um, I mean, it will make sense if you listened to the sleep podcast or sleep portion of the podcast, which will be coming tomorrow. And, um, you would understand why I am like this, but, um, with no spoilers for tomorrow's episode, I thought, I just want to say this out there because I just had the necessary to, um, rant. So, um... So, I had, so, yet last night, um, I, ha, funny enough, had trouble sleeping and ended up sleeping until 4 a.m. Just 4 a.m. in the morning. And I'm like, I can't sleep at all, what's wrong with me? So, the one thing I do is, one, just go on YouTube and then search up stuff that your brain thinks that they might not need until you realize you need them. And one of those things just happened to be Anna Pantsu's, which is a great YouTube channel, by the way. I highly recommend, check your, check it out. Um, if you want like musical theater covers, that's the, that's the channel to go to. And um, she posted a video, um, not sure if it was Sunday or Saturday, but she posted a video and it happened to be free from Barbie, Barbie, Barbie's Princess and the Pauper, which, if you haven't listened to my Barbie rant, um, one of the classics, favorite movie of all time for me personally, and she posted a cover of the song, Free, and then that just got me into a spiral of Barbie movie soundtracks from 2004 to seven give or take and i was just in that nostalgia hype for some weird reason because if you don't know already i grew up with barbie because my mom worked at mattel so we would get the movies and all that and i think we end up getting i know we have a dvd a princess and the pauper i just don't know where but um so there's that, and I uh, was just like, um, this is my childhood, I'm gonna listen to this again, and again, and again, and again, until I fall asleep, because my brain just didn't feel like sleeping, so, um, yeah, and then I was reading the YouTube comments, because I got nothing else better to do, and then one of the comments, they were like, Make this a Broadway musical, which I 100% agree, and here's why. Um, I'm not sure if I revealed the plot for the Mattel episode because I was also ranting about Monster High and Never After High, so I don't think I really got in touch with it. But if you have not seen this classic gem yet, there will be spoilers um, for it. And you have been warned. So, 
Um, where should I start? So, the movie starts with these two somewhat identical girls. I mean, they look the same, they have the same hair type. They just look the same with the exception of Princess Annalise, which one thing, she has a birthmark and, you know, she's the heir to her kingdom, which I already forgot what it's called because, you know, it's uh, Barbie. So, you got a royal twin and then you got a peasant or the pauper twin that's why it's called princess and the pauper because erica she's a pauper because you know she kind of she works she's kind of in debt because her parents borrowed money from madame carp's emporium or as i like to call it a debtor's prison um if you haven't watched if you haven't listened to the song yet it would only make sense if if if, if you got in that reference but yeah that's why just go watch the movie. It will give you musical theater vibes all over. And the plot centers around these two characters who like the princess, the prince and the pauper. If you haven't know that story, it's about um, like you know these two identical beings, and like they try and like they get along, and um like and you know there's always a villain, and that villain happens to be the advisor to the queen who is widowed. And like you know, she, like her, her whole country, her whole kingdom is in debt. So, um, like you know, Princess Annalise has to marry King Dominic, which can, if, who am I saying? You guys don't know this. I'm pretty sure you don't know this. But like King Dominic is basically the king is the king of his kingdom, and he's single for some reason. So, like the queen kind of sets up Princess Annalise to be married to King Dominic. But, you know, Princess Annalise doesn't want any of that, and he wa and she wants to marry her tutor, which I kind of find creepy, but they're close in age, so it doesn't matter. And, um, you know, uh, and, you know, the advisor ruins everything by kidnapping her, because, you know, that's the logical thing to do, right? And, oh, shoot. And, like, you know, she gets trapped, um... Everything's kind of like in peril, sort of, because with the princess missing, like, she's missing, but like everyone knows she's not missing, with the exception of Julian, who is her, who is her tutor, and like because of their meeting with Erica, they try to pull off the switch switcheroo, and of course that worked well because Erica ended up falling in love with the king, which they love music, and like they love music. But, you know, if you know the story pretty well, then you would understand why. And then, you know, things happen and then boom, double wedding. That's like the short version of it. But like I said before, go watch the movie. It will give you a lot of musical theater vibes. And for like a seven song movie musical, it's not that bad. I think Frozen had like, what, seven, eight songs, give or take. But, um... Yeah, I, um, yeah, there's that. And the thing that I love about Princess and the Pauper is because of the music. Like, the music, um, like, these musics, this music or the soundtrack can, like, be beneficial for you in both ways by, um, like, it can be part of your rep book for people who are out there 
in musical theater and and need like you know a song like a song recommendation for you guys to like audition for which i know people like normally pick broadway songs but honestly just anything that's like if like a character is singing then boom it's already a musical theater song done and done because you got music and theater which in a way relates to acting so that's why but um yeah like the music for me like i was just like make this a broadway make the like let the let's let's have this on broadway because i for one me growing up in midtown i'm like i mean sure i didn't grasp a bit but i but now thinking about it now i'm like Mattel, make this happen. Like you can, like you can save yourself from bankruptcy if you put this on Broadway. And I know there's like legal reasons why Mattel won't put this on Broadway, nor they won't even try. Um, and like I get that thing, you know, like you have to get the composers and the songwriters again, and then you have to come up with new new songs for them, and then you have to make sure that the story still like works and like. I'm aware of the process of it. Like, I think, how long did Lin-Manuel Miranda wrote Hamilton again? Five, six years, give or take? But like, it could be possible. And since like, you know, like these characters, like I know for a fact that the audience can like relate to so much, especially with the two main characters, um, Annalise and Erica, because you know, like people understand dead. Like, it's like, it's like the common thing most human beings face. We're all in debt in some sort of way. And like, just to have that relatability, I'm like, yes, let this happen. And I'm just like, I love the music and then how they did the animation. Like, you can put this in real life if you wanted to. But like I said before, with Mattel and legal reasons and the new CEO, um, you know, it's, like, hard, because, like, mostly Mattel is focused on animation, um, their live-action movies can be a little bit daunting, but that's because, like, because they, like, focus on animation, and I get that, even though Warner Brothers has the rights to Barbie for some reason, and Margaret Robbie is now gonna be Barbie, and if you don't know her, that's Harley Quinn from Suicide Squad, so I'm so, so worried about that and how that's gonna work out. Considering, like, you know how Barbie needs to be, like, rated G? Yeah, but, like, come on. Like, make Princess and the Pauper on Broadway, that's all I'm asking. Like, like, it's possible, right? Like, they were, like, with Frozen, for example. No, not Frozen. Frozen had, like, what, eight songs and, like, all that but like with princess and the pauper it's possible and that's how like i got myself kind of into musicals just by like just watching movies that have music in them that's like in a way the main definition of a movie musical but for me i there's that <laughs> but yeah like make princess and the pauper broadway come on mattel it's not that hard I'm kidding, I'm kidding, it probably is, but I'm like, because with me, I grew up, you know, with the classic Barbies, and then the era where they tried to mix magic and modern modernism together, I kind of grew up in that era, and for me, I was just like, just bring in the fantasy, that's all we need right now, like, the harmonies were not, like, they're great, 
especially since it was written in 2004. It, the harmonies are great, and, um, how they, like, did, um, To Be a Princess, I was just like, make this a musical, because I end up listening to the soundtrack, uh, last night, because this is what I get, this is what I get for not having sleep and on Nostalgia High, so, um, yeah, make Barbie's Princess and the Popper a musical. Now, I get it, it's not possible, and I get there have to be, like, legal terms and all that. Like, you need, like, Mattel, I think, still holds the rights to all those characters, because, you know, it's Mattel. And, yeah, like, I know for a fact it's not possible, but please, Mattel, for the sake of nostalgia. And it might save Mattel from bankrupt. Who knows? But, you know, with legal, I wouldn't be surprised with the legal reasons and the soundtrack and all that. Yeah, but come on, Mattel. Come on. It's, it's, I mean, yeah, it's just not that hard. But, you know, who am I kidding? I'm just a person. And I'm not sure if this is going to change the world or not. But, yeah. I mean, I would love to see a live production of Princess and the Popper because... Like, it's it's doable. I mean, like, you, like, it's kind of easy to build the sets around. And, like, it's just such a simple design that I feel like it could be possible. And I, for one, would love to see it on stage because, I mean, because why not? And I'm like, like, the music is, like, comparable and... There's not really much belting because I feel like most musicals have belting, but like, you know, there there are harmonies in it and I'm like, just please make it, make, make not even on Broadway, make it on, on off Broadway, make it to Chicago. It doesn't matter. I want a full musical soundtrack of this movie, this production, however you want to call it, but you know, that's probably never ever gonna happen because Mattel has you know they're trying to like really really target a younger demographic and I mean you know this these are just my opinions by the way um trying to make this under 30 minutes so I can make this a bonus episode because you know time crunches and whatever but yeah I mean, it's either that or make Barbie the Island Princess a, a musical too because, you know, um, like, I was just lip-syncing to that one song. Um, I think it's called What Do I Know? Hold up. Yay, segment where I have, um... Where I have no idea what I'm doing with my life right now. I need to know. There we go. So, like... Um... Yeah, so... Basically, it's a Mattel female version of Tarzan. But, like, she is able to speak English for some weird reason. And just the relationship and the dynamics... Of that cast, which I don't want to get into right now because um, it's better 
if you have seen it for yourself and have your own opinions about it. But, um... Yeah, if Princess and the... If Princess and the Pauper is not on Broadway, then at least make the Island Princess on Broadway, which, cause you know it's Barbie. Um, I'm not sure if that's like suitable for Broadway. I mean, like I'm aware it's not possible because that's not what the route Mattel is going for. But I don't know. There's something about these um, movies that like I don't, like there's just something about these movies that make you you know actually like think and like you know like with Princess and the Pauper for example it gives you like they tell you indirectly like hey it's okay to be yourself it's okay to um Uh, that's not it. Like, I mean, the whole point of Princess and the Pauper is, like, it's okay to be your true self instead of hiding between a mask. And, you know, another thing that I um, didn't mention about Princess and the Pauper before is that, like, it's hard to be a princess. And they kind of glossed it over with their remake and whatever, but... um yeah, Princess and like Princess and the Popper for me, like I, you know, I grew up on it. I was nostalgia high at three a.m. and I'm talking about this right now, and I'm like, ah, make this a live production. That's all I'm asking. But you know, with like I said before, with Mattel and legal stuff that have to deal with, and maybe Warner Brothers has to deal with it also. It's um, you know. Maybe Universal, I don't know. But, like, yeah, like, just the rights, getting the rights to it is already hard enough, but... Come on, it's not that hard. So, where was I talking about? Um... Oh, yeah. Uh, Barbie and the Island Princess, which is just a female Mattel version of Tarzan. Who, um, like I said before, like... And it kind of follows with Princess and the Pauper too about how like you need to love, you want to love someone with your heart, not because you're either forced to, or all that jazz. And I was just like, that's a message kids need right now because, um, with TikTok and um, you know like over sexualizing people, over sexualizing people, I was just like. I already feel uncomfortable, I'm scared of dating now, and all that, and I just felt like, um, yeah, I was just, um, what's it called, I just feel like, bro, like, this is, like, the thing people need right now, especially in their lives, because, and also because of the harmonies, let's just face it, it could be just because of the harmonies, and I'm like, why isn't this a live production yet? And I mean, I get it, it's Barbie, and like, you know, like, you have to be specific with Barbie, but come on, it's not that hard. Like, you don't, like, don't even need to add, okay, maybe you do need to add Mattel's name now that I think about it out loud, but, yeah, I'm just like, what? Just, what? 
but yeah, those are like the two mu- movie musicals that I would love to see a live production of, because, you know, because I just like seeing it live. Like I want to see a live talking red panda. I want to see a live talking peacock. I want to see a little white no a little live white monkey who is spoiled her entire life because she doesn't know how to climb or a baby elephant who has jealousy issues like i want to see that live and like you know it's kind of impossible because it's with it's mattel and the universal and then you warner brothers apparently has the rights to it now and i'm like um what but that's what i want i just want to see a live production all i want to do is just someone sing uh i'm just like you or free or to be a princess or um if you love me for me or um here on my island or um i want to know i want to know or uh shoot um what's that other song called in my arms um, or Cat's Meow, which are songs from both uh, The Princess and the Pauper and The Island Princess. Um, Love is for Peasants, which is the best evil song out of all of Barbie. Fight me. But... Yeah, just songs like that. Like, I want to see live performances of that because it's so easy to capture those characters even though they're all... Even though it's Barbie and Mattel and all that. Like, just please. Just have, like, a whole concert dedicated to Princess and the Popper and the Island Princess. That's all I want in life right now. It's just to see that live. But, you know, like I said before... I mean, I blame Mattel for not pulling, putting it in this direction. I mean, with Broadway, they can kind of get money from it because a lot of people love nostalgia. And, like, you can just relate to these characters more so than others. But, like, you can relate to them. And that's what, like, most of the shows are. Most of Broadway, even. I mean, you can relate to these characters. And... Yeah, I just wanted to say that because I have been on nostalgia high for Barbie because this is what I get for not sleeping properly and I'm aware I need to do that. But um, yeah, there's going to be a episode tomorrow about me with Disney games, um, ones that I have been playing uh, for a while now, uh, Food Fantasy. Um, I mentioned that because I got nothing else else to talk about. My relationship with sleep. All that jazz. I'm not even sure if I'm going to post this or not. I'm going to be honest with you guys. But, um... If I do so, I do so. Um... Yeah. Thank you for listening to my rants about why these two Barbie Barbie movie musicals should be on Broadway. Or at least have, like, a live edition of it i know for a fact that mattel's probably not gonna let that happen and focus on their 
uh, what's it called? Um, they're like cartoon aspects, uh, rated G aspects, um, like targeted for like seven and under. They're probably going to focus on that. But yeah, I just want, I just want to see those on live productions. Um, thank you for listening to my rant. And this is like all sudden and whatever, but I just wanted to get this on recordings. That makes any sense at all, but um, yeah, until next week, tomorrow, who knows? I will howl at you guys later, and please stay safe.